Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning and welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, January 8th. Watch to get to. Of course, we have the last regular season game for the Bucks this weekend. Lightning look to be playing as good as anybody in the NHL. And of course, the big game Monday night, Alabama and Georgia. Number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Sports at power901.com is the email. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Good morning, sports fans. Hopefully everyone's having a great week and uh, shaking off the the hangovers from the holiday season. Uh, I'm sure that we're all ready for some playoff football, which we'll be getting to very shortly here. But I want to touch a little bit on the Lightning first. What a great return for Nikita Kucherov on Thursday night. If you saw his game against uh, Calgary, which the Lightning won 4-1 to on Thursday night, he had, uh, he had a couple assists, uh, two assists, I believe. He had a couple shots on goal. The passes he had, the assists he had to uh, Braden Point and uh, Andre Pallott, they were unbelievable. I mean, there's not many people in the world that can do what he does just passing the puck, let alone being out there, his leadership. That's why he is one of the best hockey players on this planet right now. And it's so good to see him back in the mix. When you have him out there, you know, Corey Perry scored a goal. Uh, Kalorn made it 4 nothing. Right now, we have 51 points. In the, in the league, first team in the NHL to reach 50 points for the fourth time in the last five seasons. So we're right on track where we need to be. It's nice to get some people back. It's when you're out there and you see Hedman playing along with Stamkos and Point and now Kucherov. Um, Vasilevsky had 26 saves. Uh, he lost a shutout bid when uh, Doobie scored there with four minutes left in the game. But nonetheless... Um, Vasilevsky is so good between the pipes. He had an off game earlier this week, but he shook that one off. So getting back to Kucherov, he missed 32 games. Again, he had a lower body injury, had some surgery. But um, when he's out there, it just brings a whole different dimension to the Lightning, uh, just the way they play with confidence. And we were able to play very good without him in the lineup. But when you put him in on that right wing, um, it, it makes a huge difference and huge game tonight. We're playing the Boston Bruins here at Amelie. So I think that, um, you know, if you're around, able to get out there, please go out there and uh, cheer on the 
the Lightning as they continue their quest for a back-to-back-to-back. That's right, a a three-peat. We want to go out there and win three years in a row. Um, And you know what? I don't see why we can't do it. I would like someone to go out there and tell me what's going to stop this team um, aside from, of course, any um, unforeseen injuries that may occur. Um, but other than that, I think we're as good, if not better, than any team right now in the NHL. And I think that um, getting players back, such as Kucherov, at the right time is only going to uh, increase our ability to uh, go out there and fight and make sure that we uh, keep that trophy here in the Tampa area. Uh, again, when you um, go out there and talk about the job that Cooper's done, uh, Coleman last night, he was able to come and get his um, ring that uh, he didn't, was because he got traded after the season last year. So we were able to get him uh, his championship ring that he so deserved. He was a great addition to the team um, last year. And of course, he's no longer with us, but nonetheless, he uh, his memory goes on as far as what he did with this team. Top-notch player, in my opinion. His intangibles were exceptional. And uh, like I said, I look forward to seeing um, a couple more games this year. I think that's going to be a good one tonight. I look for a, uh, it's always a tough match, tough battle against the uh, the Bruins, whether it's here or up there in uh, the Boston Garden. So if you have a chance, get out there and, uh, and cheer on the guys. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on who you think the uh, best teams are right now in the NHL. Who's our competition for the um, the rest of the regular season, as well as the playoffs. Uh, no, Panthers are right there, of course. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, 46 points. Capitals, um, you know, are, are there with 48 points in the Metropolitan Division. So I think as far as the Eastern Conference goes, it's going to come down to most likely us in Washington, maybe throw Florida in there again, assuming everyone um, is able to stay healthy. And on the other side of the, um, in the Western Conference, you know, you got Nashville. Nashville's playing very well. And you have uh, Vegas in the Pacific Vision with a uh, 47 points. So it's wide open right now. Again, it's too early to be talking about playoffs, but it's never too early to talk about momentum, in my opinion. And right now, um, the Lightning have the momentum. They're able to keep it going. Um, They're a deep, they're a very deep team. They're able to get some new players uh, via trades and bring up through the farm system. They incorporated them into the already... Um, very good lines and now uh, we're putting it all together and getting ready for that playoff run so again I'd like to hear your comments on what the lightning look like in your opinion at this point in the in the season and uh, what your prediction is for the rest of the season 877-448-7901 you can go to jimmybsports.com get all the latest news as well as email me any questions that you may have we'll be right back to keep the show going on power 90.1 
The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at thepropertyshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Let's get to uh, the NFL, talking about the Bucks. Season finale tomorrow at 425 here at Raymond James. Uh, Tom Brady and the boys are going to be locking up with the Carolina Panthers in the 17th game of the season for them. Uh, does it mean anything? Absolutely. Um, it means things for the team both on and, and off the field a little bit, in my opinion, for a couple of reasons. First of all, on the field, as of right now, the, uh, the Bucks are the three seed in the NFC. So in the playoff picture... You know, they take seven teams from each conference with the number one team getting a first round bye. That team will be Green Bay this year. Um, And then number two plays seven, uh, three will play six, and four will play five. Right now, as number three, it looks like we're playing uh, San Fran or possibly Philly uh, next weekend here at Raymond James will have a home game, no doubt, at least one. The significance, if we are able to win tomorrow and the Rams get beat by San Francisco, which is a very good possibility, by the way, then we would move into the number two seed and potentially have a second home game in the playoffs, which, of course, you always want to play at home. And I think it would be great for the Bucks to be able to uh, get into that two seed. So that brings the question, who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing. And it depends on who you listen to because uh, you have the injury report, you have the COVID list, different every day. Um, you have people that they want to rest for the last game of the season. So I guess the question comes down to, how do you want to finish the regular season from a perspective of getting ready to go into the playoffs? I've always been um, of the understanding where you want to finish strong, uh, get ready, uh, get a win, get everyone playing good on the same page, fired up, ready to go into the playoffs versus resting a lot of people and you know maybe taking the edge off a little bit. Now, the other side of that coin, in my opinion, is if you're injured, if you're banged up, which this time of the year, you know, after 17, 18 weeks of uh, NFL football, everyone's banged up. So if you can um, take a rest, and if you need that rest, then by all means, go ahead and do it. So here's, here's my opinion on the roster right now with the Bucs. Brady's going to play... Um, uh, he's going to definitely start and he's going to play, I think, probably more of the game than not. And I'll tell you why here in a minute. Um, but Gronkowski's going to play. You're going to have um, Mike Evans playing. You're going to have Brake playing. You're not going to have Fournette playing. He, um, 
is making good progress. If they needed him to play this week, he most likely could go, from my understanding. However, there really isn't a need for him to go this week. Uh, you have Ronald Jones, who is um, actually getting better. My uh, The reports I'm hearing, he's able to go full speed straight ahead. He's having some issues with some um, cuts and some you know, stop and go. So... Um, most likely he's going to be rested this week as well. Now, both of those guys look as though they're going to be back next week for the playoffs. So you're going to have your full contingency of Fournette and Jones next week. Um, you're also going to have uh, the, the receivers that we talked about with the exception of Godwin. He's done for the rest of the season. So uh, we lose Godwin and, uh, of course, uh, Antonio Brown, which we'll touch on here as well, uh, won't be around. So with saying all that, this week I'm saying that the Bucks want to go out there and play well and hope that the Rams get knocked off so that we get that number two seed. Even if the Rams win, they'll finish as a two seed because of the um, head-to-head record. Uh, that they they did beat us this year. So with the same record, they would uh, have a tiebreaker and finish second. So no big thing either way, except for the home field, which I do think is worth playing for and, you know, finishing strong as well. Talking about Brady, another reason why, um, you know, you may want to say, well, you know, why don't they rest Brady? Well, Brady doesn't want to be rested, number one. And number two, he's got a lot of incentives to be playing for this week. Now, I know what you're thinking, you know, Brady has, you know, all the all the money he needs, doesn't really need the incentives. But, you know, you can imagine the competitiveness of these guys. And, you know, money is still money to them. So just to lay out a little bit some of the incentives that they have. Here you have a quarterback who restructured his um, contract to make it work to pick up some players. Um, you know, Antonio Brown, one of them, possibly. So anyway, by restructuring his contract, he has some uh, bonuses that he's going to be able to unlock this weekend if certain things happen. Now, you have a quarterback here who obviously, you know, throws the ball. It's funny how his bonuses need to be unlocked by being able to have a better yards per rush average this year than last year. So right now, the, the Bucks average yard per rush is 4.35. Last season, it was 4.12. So he's on pace right now, if they keep that up, to be able to unlock some incentives for him. So I'll give you a couple examples. One of them, he has 40 touchdown passes. So he already eclipsed the 25 he needed to unlock a bonus of $562,000. But again, that's contingent on the Bucks rushing yards. Another one is that he leads the NFL with 4,990 passing yards. So as long as he stays in the top five, and to give you an example, Joel Burrow is fifth with 4,611, 
Brady will hit another $562,000 incentive. So, but again, that incentive is the bonus is tied to the rushing yards. So, I mean, there's, there's a, a million dollars right there that if they just keep pace with what he's doing, uh, they'll be able to unlock those. So that's why I feel as though he'll be able to play uh, at least at least most of the game. We'll see how it goes. And of course, they do want to they do want to win that game. And I'll say this too: you, you're going to have um, not just Brady, but you also have Gronkowski. He can make some money too. So it's not just a big game for him on the field. It could be as well off the field because right now um, he has 48 catches with 665 yards and six touchdowns. If he gets 55 catches, he gets $500,000. If he makes reaches 750 yards, which is what, 85 yards more, he'll make another $500,000. And if he hits nine touchdowns, he'll add another 500000 to that. So there's another 1500 that he could possibly make. So do you think he's going to play? Yeah. Do you think that Brady's going to be looking for him? Yeah. So <laughs> those are two things that you, know, you might want to keep your eye on during the game. A lot of people aren't familiar with that, but that is uh, one of the... Uh, intriguing parts of the last game of the season. There are a lot of players in the league that have bonuses tied to their production, their stats for the year. I'll tell you another one is um, uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. He has incentives. That's why he's playing. People are surprised that he's coming in this last game and playing. They have the bye. Why not take another week, rest that foot that he has, and you know go from there? But no, he is going to be playing. And you know, again, you want to stay sharp, but you also want to be able to hit some of those um, incentives being as competitive as you are. And of course, you know, it never hurts to have that extra coin laying around, right? So getting back to the Bucks with who's going to be back, we're not going to have Godwin like we talked about. And we're also not going to have Antonio Brown. So I'm going to come back here. I'm going to talk a little bit about my take on Antonio Brown in a second. But if you want to email me um, during the break, it's sportswithpower901.com. The number is 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to talk more bucks and um, talk about some of the issues that may or may not affect them in the weeks to come. You listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show. We'll be right back. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Continuing our talk about the NFL and about the playoffs and about um, Antonio Brown in this situation. Uh, touching on more of the schedule here, you have the Chiefs are playing the Broncos at 4.30 today, uh, which is a very important game. Uh, Chiefs can still clinch to the number one seed. Uh, but again, you have... 
teams like the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Patriots, the Tennessee Titans, they can all, believe it or not, clinch a, uh, a number one seed. So um, the Bengals clinch with a, a win and the Titans lost and the Chiefs lost. I mean, it goes on and on. So um, my point is, is that there are important games this week. So uh, the two games that are today will be the Chiefs at Denver, like I mentioned, and also tonight you have Dallas is playing at the Eagles. Uh, that's an intriguing game. Both of those teams are in the playoffs uh, as we speak. Uh, Dallas, they haven't played well lately. I don't know what's going on with Dak Prescott and that team. At times they look good. At other times they they don't look so good. Philly, um, they snuck into the playoffs despite a d- dismal start to the season. Um, they're there. They're a scary team because they can run the ball. And as long as you're able to run the ball and stop the run in the NFL, uh, you're always going to be a formidable team. And it's going to, and they may come down here and, and play the Bucks next Sunday or Saturday next weekend, depending on how it shakes out. So that's something to keep an eye on. Not sure how many people are going to be playing for Dallas. Uh, again, they really don't have much to play for. They cannot, uh, I believe, move up from where they are right now. So we'll see what happens in that one. Uh, that's a Saturday game tomorrow uh, tonight at eight o'clock. Then you have. Tomorrow's games, you have the Bengals at the Browns. Very important game for um, Cincinnati as well. You talk about Mayfield and Cleveland. They shut him down. He's having surgery. Not an issue in that game. Green Bay at Detroit. Of course, Green Bay, we talked about them having the one seed. So um, aside from playing for some incentives, they don't have much to play for. The Bears at the Vikings. Pretty much meaningless. Washington football team at the Giants, pretty much meaningless. Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville. Indy's playing for uh, seeding in that division in the AFC. Important game for them. That's a team that you really don't want to play in the playoffs. Keep an eye on Indy as well. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Both those teams are not mathematically eliminated, but they might as well be because 17 things need to happen for them to uh, be able to get in there to the playoffs. Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee could clinch the uh, number one seed, so that's an important game for them. Uh, You also have the Saints at the Falcons. Um, Pretty much not an important game at this point, except for... Uh, some seeding for other teams. Jets at Buffalo. Buffalo's a team that I would say keep your eyes on as the playoffs go, especially if they have a home game up there in that weather in Buffalo. Um, I think that uh, they are one of the better teams in the AFC. Talked about San Francisco and the Rams. That's probably going to be the premier game. That's going to be for the division Uh, Whoever wins that game wins the division. Patriots at Miami. Patriots don't have that much to play for. I think that Miami actually uh, might surprise them down there in uh, Miami. And then Seattle, Arizona. Um, Interesting game. Not sure how many people are going to be playing for Seattle in that one. Um, Arizona does have some things to play for. Whole different ball game with them. Carolina at the Bucks. We talked about that, obviously. And then the night game, uh, Chargers at Vegas, where if things work out, I believe it's going to be win and get in scenario. 
uh, for both those teams. So we'll see what happens. Very, uh, you know, it's interesting when it comes down to the last week of the season, and it's still good to um, have some meaningful games. All right, getting to Antonio Brown. One thing's for sure, he will not be playing with the Bucks as we gear up for the playoffs. As you saw last weekend's game, he... Um, during the game, he did not go back into the game in the second half after being uh, asked, told to, to get back into the game. First half, he played well, a couple catches. He looked to be moving around okay. Second half, uh, he did not want to go into the game, claiming he was injured. Um, Arians asked him what's going on. He said he couldn't go. Arians said to go and play. Brown says, I can't, and Arian says, if you don't go in the game, you know, get the F out of here, and, you know, Brown took that literally, took off his shoulder pads, took off his jersey, pretty much took off everything, and um, ran off the field into the end zone, doing jumping jacks, um, total jackass, in my opinion, um, no matter what happens during the game, you don't conduct yourself that way, um, you know, a lot of people, I don't want to say sacrificed for him. This is a, it's a team game. So everyone on the team sacrifices to a point for the overall good of the team. Brady went to bat for this guy many times. He even let him, he picked him up at the airport when he first came down here, let him live in his house with him and his kids and his wife. Um, you know, gave him a second chance from a lot of teams. No, didn't want to put up with him. Didn't want to take that risk because of the circus that comes with him. He was fine last year. Um, you know, we won a Super Bowl last year. Can you say that it was partly because of him? He helped. No doubt that he helps. His talent on the field is you know, above that of many, many other receivers in the league. He may even be a Hall of Fame Receiver when it's all said and done, he, but he may not ever play another down in the NFL on the other side of the coin. So we're going to see what happens as far as that goes further uh, down the road. But as far as what happened last week, not only did Brady sacrifice to have him come down here, um, Gronkowski, uh, you know, he's been Brady's go-to guy. Uh, Antonio Brown saying, well, you know, Bronkowski's your guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they've played together for 20 years, Antonio. Yeah, there's probably more relationship with Gronkowski and Brady than with you and Brady. So it is what it is. Get over it. Now, Mike Evans, he's a true professional. He has sacrificed. He, he gave up a lot of his catches so that Antonio can go in there and play and, you know, help the team out with the victories that way. So, and it was... It was evidence that was trying to calm him down during his tirade there on the sideline last week. So a, a lot of people have um, pretty much acquiesced to Brown and his antics. So am I sad to see him go? I am sad to see him go because it, it hurts the team that we had going into the season. It diminishes some of the uh, abilities that we have to score because I think that Antonio Brown creates that deep that deep 
um, risk that deep uh, pattern that a lot of people on our team can't do. You say Scotty Miller, and for the life of me, I don't know why he is unable to do anything. It seems as though they just have him line up and run one straight line fast down the side of the field. That's all they have him for. And I'm not sure how what, what happened with that, but that's where it is right now with him. So I, I do look for, you know, of course, Gronkowski. I look for Brake to have a good um, playoff game. I look for um, Jones to be back. I look for Fournette to be back. Uh, we need some defensive help. Of course, this week, um, Shaq Barrett will not be playing. Uh, Jason Pierre Paul is not going to be playing. Um, Fonte Davis is not going to be playing. We need these guys back. And you know what? I'm pretty much sure that they'll all be back next week, healthy, ready to go. Because, you know, a lot of these things you hear back and forth, he's not doing it, he's on this list, that list, whatever. Come playoff time, mark my words, these guys will be ready to go, of course, with the exception of Godwin. And, um, you know, like I said, Brown is gone. So the thing about Brown right now is that he's a distraction to this team, which is not a good thing. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And momentum goes in different ways. If you look at our production the last several games, you have to say that we're not playing at the top level that we're capable of playing. So we need to work on that, which is why we may have, you know, some of the starters playing this weekend just to get that, you know, momentum going again. Momentum is the key word here. So you don't want to have any distractions going into the playoffs. And this Antonio Brown issue is definitely a distraction, whether you want to admit it or not, whether Brady wants to admit it or not. You know, you have Brown on these different podcasts, whatever, saying, you know, Brady, you know, likes me, he's my friend because I'm a good football player. Like I said, the, the less we hear of Brown at this point, the better off everybody on the Bucks team is going to be. Um, Brady's a professional, he'll deal with it in his own way. And, um, you know, I'm sure he'll be able to compartmentalize it and move on. The other players, I'm not so sure. I don't know what their mindset will be and everything else. So it is a distraction. And for that, I am very disappointed in Antonio Brown and the way he handled himself and the way he um, showed his appreciation to his teammates. Because Antonio, it's a team. You know, there's no I in team. And your antics in the past and what has happened in the last week uh, really goes to show your selfishness and, you know, not quite sure what the reasons are, but whatever the reasons are, um, I'm happy that they're not here anymore distracting this team, what we're trying to do on repeat as a Super Bowl champion. So that's my take on that. 877-448-7901. Sports with Power at 901.com. We'll be right back to talk some more sports on Power 90.1. 
you're looking for that one special item for your significant other? Or maybe it's time to treat yourself. Look no further than Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Right here in Brandon, at Macaulay Fine Jewelry, we have a group of very talented designers and jewelers on site who would love to help you create a one-of-a-kind piece or choose from an array of beautiful fine jewelry ready to box and gift wrap. Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Same building, same employees as Martin Jewelers. Ed says stop by, corner of Oakfield and Kings Avenue in the heart of Brandon. Now, now. back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. So if by the end of uh, tomorrow night, you're not all footballed out, then you get to watch the college football championship on Monday night. You had number one Alabama Crimson Tide versus number three Georgia Bulldogs. Um, you know, way back in August on this show, we said there was Alabama, Georgia, and there was everyone else after that. I said that several times during the course of the season. Of course, there's always going to be ups and downs, maybe um, an upset here or there. But when it comes right down to it, the last two teams standing are, in fact, Alabama and uh, Georgia. 38 days ago, they played for the SEC championship. At that time, Georgia was number one. And uh, Alabama actually came out and they won that game and they won it decisively. It was 41-24. And, uh, you know, I think that it, it goes to, to show you how good of a coach um, Saban is. Uh, you have Smart on the other side of the field, but you know what? He was, the assistant, he was one of the coaches under Saban, and <laughs> like the saying goes, uh, Saban will say, you know what? I taught you everything you know, but not everything I know. And a lot of times, uh, you have that ghost hanging over you as a disciple of Saban if you pl- if you coached with him. And, um, you know, more times than not, Saban will win that battle. Now, saying all that, I really think that this is going to be Georgia's game. I have nothing really um, to base that on other than um, a feeling that when I watched the... Um, the, the four teams play a couple weeks ago. Georgia has something to prove. When they got beat by Alabama, it may have been the best thing that happened to them all year because I think it got them recentered, refocused, and, um, you know, it gave them an edge. That's a team that you look at them, you listen to them, they have something to prove. They can't wait for this game on Monday against Alabama. So uh, obviously watching the film and everything, there'll be some adjustments being made. But it all comes down to the players out there on the field. And um, I think that Georgia has the edge in this game. And I, I could be totally wrong. It's going to be a, a great game. I'm, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as the first one. Uh, like I said, the first one was uh, 41 to uh, to 24. I look for this one to be more like 27, 20, something like that. But I think that it should be an interesting game. Alabama is trying to go back-to-back with national championships after winning last year. And Georgia, they haven't won since 1980. I think right after Herschel Walker left, um, they've been in that national championship slump. This is their best chance to win. And I think that they probably uh, will go out there and win. That That's my uh, pick on that. I want to talk a little bit about uh, some tennis 
Of course, this past week, you heard the news with um, Novak Djokovic. Uh, pretty much Australia just humiliated him. He's going over there for the French, uh, for the Australian Open, obviously. And, you know, he had the visa ahead of time, the uh, ability to go into the country and get ready for the Open, gets to the airport, and they're saying his papers weren't in order. Um, he did not have the vaccination documents that they needed. And as a result, they ended up quarantining him um, at the airport. And there won't be a hearing until Monday, I believe. So a lot of unhappy people with what's going on. I think it's really uh, a sign of the times of, of what's going on and how much common sense is taking a back seat to um, some of the issues that are going on, not just in the sports world, but in the world, you know, in general, the last couple of years here. So as it stands right now, not sure if Djokovic will be playing in the Australian Open. He will be playing in the French Open because uh, the French don't have the same uh, rules in place, same protocols for any type of vaccinations for that um, tennis tournament. It remains to be seen what happens with uh, Djokovic. We'll keep you updated on that. But uh, it's something that I think you really need to readjust some things as things change, despite whatever your views may be on um, the situation with COVID. Um, it, it, things need to change. It's a fluid situation, obviously. So there should be fluctuations in um, some laws, both on the local level and as a countrywide level. The Prime Minister of Australia said, well, it's up to the traveler to know what the rules are, know what the laws are. Well, I understood that you gave him the visa and the okay to come into your country to play. And then you wait till he gets there before you say, nah, oh, wait a minute, change our minds, can't do it. So I think that's uh, an unfortunate issue incident for tennis in, in general. I think it's a shame that Djokovic is going through all this. Whether or not you're a fan of his or not is irrelevant, but for any tennis player or any other athlete to uh, go there on one pretense and be led down a different road, I think is wrong. So, guys, that's all the time we have, unfortunately. Um, I'm hoping that it's a great weekend of sports. I'm sure it will be. As always, go to JimmyBSports.com to get all the updates, no matter what your sport may be. There's golf that's starting in Hawaii this weekend as well. Uh, Smith is doing well out there. Uh, Rom was in um, second place, I believe, when I checked yesterday. So it should be an interesting week. Good to see that getting fired back up as well. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe. Above all, stay positive. And we'll see you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Thanks for listening. You've been in the gymnasium. Gymnasium.